Welcome, welcome, everybody, and welcome to the Tea Corner, brought to you by StreamYard, as you can see, and also T-Line Beats Production. And, you know, we got a guest right here today. He's a musician, he's an activist, and he really, he, he he's going to explain exactly what all he's going to be doing and stuff in the near future and stuff like that, and what he's personally doing. So, yeah. I'm, so let me go ahead and bring him to the show, Mr. Jamar, right here. All right. Welcome Hi. to the T-Corner, man. Hey, thank you so much for having me, T. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, man, what got you started in music? Oh, um, well, I uh, I come from a church family background. My, my mm -hmm. father has been either a deacon or a pastor. Um, he always always in, in the church my mom was like leader of the choir um and then she assisted leader of the choir vice versa um so mm -hmm. and my dad also he is a uh singer as well too uh he does quartet for people that don't you know quartet is more oh, like yeah. a soulful sound that um mm -hmm. church soulful sound um really good sound of music mm -hmm. um he doesn't take it seriously anymore, but that's what I was raised off of, uh, mm -hmm. a lot of music like that. And it made me want to, like, search uh, for more outlets of different types of music. And that's when I got into hip-hop. And then I got into mm -hmm. uh, soul, uh, listening to Sam Cooke. Um, Come on, man. Listening to, <laughs> listening <laughs> you, you to a lot of... <laughs> <Go> <laughs> <ahead>. <laughs> listening to um, my, my, my boy... Um, what is his name? Uh, I can't even think of his name right now. Uh, but he's another dude from back in the day. Uh, he wrote yeah. for the, the, the Temptations. Uh, 
Oh, oh, you talking about you talking about Smokey Robinson? Yeah, Smokey Robinson. Yeah. Um, li- listening, listening to Michael Jackson, of course. Come on Listen, now. Um, listening to um a lot of the Isley Brothers and Earth Wind mm-hmm. Fire. Um, mm-hmm. and then moving on, uh, moving on to uh like hip hop back in the eighties with Wu Tang. A lot of a lot, I did a lot of uh like studying music and listening and mm-hmm. uh um even with metal and um a lot of post metal and all that stuff like that so just mm-hmm. all over basically um that's how oh, i yeah. got into it and i was on and off i was a christian rapper at first mm-hmm. and then i long no longer identify as being christian so um mm-hmm. i switched to my sound and then i became just a regular poet um mm-hmm. and then a rapper and then yeah. Also, uh, later on, you know, it's just ups and downs and turns throughout the gears. Uh, so I couldn't take it seriously anymore. Then I got back into it and joined a band called Light Warriors yeah. after uh, being in jam sessions for um, South Southwind Social Club and started learning percussion instruments. So now I mm-hmm. now I also play instruments now too, and mm-hmm. I'm just a songwriter and all that stuff. And uh, it's been going good. Awesome. We have this new single out called One by Light mm-hmm. Warriors. Um, and it is uh, it's been going on for about a year. Started with the pandemic around the time when we started getting the buzz. Uh, mm-hmm. So far, I saw we have over two hundred fifty thousand views on mm-hmm. uh, Spotify in ninety seven countries. So, um, doing a lot of work. Uh, shout out to Eric. Eric is the founder of Light Warriors. Been there since I was in yes, middle school, man. just grinding. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man! Hey, looky here. I want to say one thing. You are a true musician because most people don't actually understand that, you know, people that's in that that does hip hop or R&B and stuff. We love lots of genres. And when you said when you say you love soul, you love hip hop, you and then you say you start getting to metal music. I was like this. Yeah. Yeah. He a true, <laughs> he a true musician because. Yeah. Look, people don't even know that I know some country songs, I know some metal songs, <laughs> but even though I grew up in soul and gospel just like you and stuff, and you know, went into hip hop because my brother was like a big hip hop fan and stuff like this, so I didn't have a choice. <laughs> mm. But um, yeah, but when you started saying that you went to metal and stuff to different genres and stuff, you know, listening to them. I say, yeah, that's a true musician right there, because that's when you no, know you found you. somebody that loves music and not just doing it because he's doing it. <laughs> right, right. It's a yeah, lot. You go through so much, and then you're influenced. You know, like it's just uh, mm-hmm. you you can't you can't channel that same person that you was years ago. So there's always growing and evolving and oh, yeah. stuff like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I, I yes, indeed it is because you know. I could I could tell people like different parts of my life. I could put like this genre. Okay, this genre was representing me. This genre was representing me. I'm not even saying songs no more. I'm saying this genre because <laughs> I'm like this. Like when I was 16, yeah, I think that was like some heavy metal shit. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, but when I got older, it, you'd be like, okay, that's more neo soul. I'm, starting to find my way and stuff and right. when i got older and stuff i was like this wait hold on where the blues at <laughs> 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 wait, wait. 
uh, I, I, I might I might bring you some little bit of Shirley Caesar here and there, but yeah, we're the blues. <laughs> yeah, I love Shirley Caesar as well. <laughs> yes, indeed, man. Yes, indeed. So you say you you're active is so man. Tell tell the people what kind of work you doing and stuff like that. Oh, um, I wear many hats. Um, mm -hmm. I uh, I started activism around the time when I was in acting school and mm -hmm. stuff like that and i joined the nonprofits, did dnc stuff um i did a lot for the dnc when i was younger actually um mm -hmm. we we uh that's where i first learned just like basically knocking on doors asking people did they vote and then mm -hmm. one thing that struck me was this lady that was asking me okay i get you guys want us to vote but what are you offering us and then i started thinking more like what oh shit, what she mean by that um and yeah. bernie sanders came along and that just literally like sparked up my drive again to want to like do something because before that i just didn't really think i did the right thing because i felt like i was just helping people get into office and they was like straight up like oh yeah we're gonna do this but just vote for us and then they don't do anything um so i just felt discouraged as an mm -hmm. activist mm -hmm. um when bernie sanders was uh the first time because he got screwed over twice but when he got yeah. screwed over the first time that's what really really pissed me off about electoral politics and oh, yeah. i felt i want i felt like i wanted to do something but i couldn't figure out what i wanted to do and then i met this uh the, these activists that are part of the PSL um, Party for Socialist Deliberation, and they talk about anti-police uh, violence. They talk about black mm -hmm. black liberation. They even defend mm -hmm. uh, queer uh, LGBTQ community. Um, mm -hmm. So it just felt really well in my politics of what I felt like the world should be shaped. So I ended up joining them, and then I started learning about coalition work and they, they mm -hmm. gave you like a little schooling. So basically you had to like take some classes for like almost a year. Um, they, they really train you and teach you very well on how to like move. Um, and we ended up, I ended up uh, working with Black Lives Matter activists, uh, mm -hmm. a, a lot of different lawyers, um, Green Party members, um, a lot of uh, good experiences of just learning how to like build working power and having a working class be able to have a voice and how to build that voice and what that voice could look like um and understanding that we have so much in common no matter what race we have we have so much more in common as a working class community and there's more of us than the one percent so it made me very very um strong in my beliefs you know one thing i asked mm -hmm. them was like oh did you guys like michael max and they were like yeah we love michael max and that sold me i was like okay okay they passed the test <laughs> oh yeah 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 because because you know so, so sometimes when you when you talk with people and they say oh yeah we we, we for this we for that be like okay cool yeah do you like this person right here <laughs> and if, if they give you the wrong guess, I'd be like this, man. You don't even know what you're talking about, bro. Right. You get scoot over. Scoot over. So yeah, I understand where you're coming from with that. You know, yeah. you gotta ask still everybody, but like, do you like Michael Mix? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. You you on board, then yeah. Yeah, you, right. Same question. You yeah, okay. Because cool. <laughs> he was the most like you unapologetic know. militant. Oh, no. Come on now. 
you know. Yeah. So if they like him, then they understand. If they just say Martin Luther King, they don't fully understand Martin Luther King because he's been whitewashed so much. But yeah, when you can say Malcolm X, they don't be like, oh, well, he's a terrorist yeah. or he wanted violence against white people. Like when they don't say that, you're like, okay, they get yeah. what's going on here. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, they actually understand the message and the knowledge of the man. Right. And right. most people would say, oh, my favorite quote is. When he said by any means necessary i say no my favorite quote was this from him he mm-hmm. said he, he was straight up with it he said hey you, you want to hide something from from the black community put it in the book mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 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 in other words he was like saying yo we need to step up our knowledge and start reading more because this is where the true knowledge is right here they know right. they're not going to tell you you got to read this and you know and, and, I, and I i can't even lie i'm guilty of it too you know, mm-hmm. you know i gotta bring up my reading game and stuff so hey but that's why i also tell people like hey pick up a book and read <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah there, there's just so much information out there so much mm-hmm. and now you have audible which is another easy way for someone yeah. to listen you know information and stuff like that there's podcasts that do readings and stuff like that there's a lot of different ways that you can adjust getting some type of educational message in in your daily routine you could just play something while cooking or cleaning or working and mm-hmm. stuff like that oh yeah oh yeah man i mean in today's time we don't have no excuses we we could we could find ways on how to read mm-hmm. and stuff like that but you know once again Hey, you if people keep on making excuses, how you gonna get the knowledge in? So <laughs> that's why Malcolm X is always gonna be my number one favorite, bro. I'm gonna be yeah, honest yeah. with you. <laughs> he didn't yeah. care if he was white, black, Hispanic, well, but he was gonna tell you how he is and just let it be. <laughs> yep. Yep, yes, he did. And yes. they they had to kill him for that. They didn't like that at all. They mm-hmm. were no, when you too real for the world, man, they hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah me but, and my yeah. girlfriend were just talking about jfk um mm-hmm. and i used to not be really uh, uh a fan of jfk because i hate yeah. all presidents but I, yeah. I recently learned about how he was basically like anti-war and he could have went to cuba but he didn't and he pissed off the establishment and stuff like mm-hmm. that and they murdered i'm gonna tell you right now i think the government took them out that's why they're hiding the documents biden was supposed yeah. to release them this year and he said that people are still alive yeah. that are involved in this they're covering up and yeah. it's literally shows you like just how powerful the deep state is the only way to break that you gotta build working power you have to get the people to rise up against this type of like oligarchy <laughs> you know what you know what? That's it. That's it. I'm gonna have to bring you on 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 another show because that's gonna be <laughs> another topic right there. Because we, we can do a whole two hour special on the whole shit. Oh my bad, I done hit my knee on my table. <laughs> <laughs> but we could do a whole two hour special about the realness of of Malcolm X and JFK and stuff. Man, I'm like, yo, man, I'm like, yo, you hitting in areas. I'm like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that as a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I talk about I try to keep a uh 
I don't try to do too much, but I can't try to keep because a lot of people yeah. know that I'm in the politics, so they, they want to hear the politics as well, too. But yeah. I do a lot of artists' music interviews, yeah. so I try to keep yeah. a duality between the arts and, and yeah. politics and stuff like that. Yeah, um, but I'm gonna definitely have you on for when I do that show, bro. Like, hands <laughs> down, I ain't gonna lie to you, but oh, wait, I'm around, <laughs> yeah, but hey, man, but yeah, so, um, so. Like we we talked about how you got into music and stuff, yeah. okay? And you say you're a poet, so yeah, yeah I'm a poet, and you no, know, I understand that all avenues of poets is different. You know what I'm saying? Right. So how did you get into poetry, and you know, and you know, tapped into that that knowledge? That's why I call it knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Um, I grew up in Bridgeport, Connecticut, on the east side. Um. Harden High School, if anybody's mm -hmm. listening, where Dover Street is at, Palisade, that's my barrel. Uh, had a lot of friends. Some got killed. Some are incarcerated. Some mm -hmm. made it to college. Some are successful. It's a different, diverse of fate, uh, what mm -hmm. I like to call it. Um, and I've uh, had the opportunity to be in a lot of different spaces. And joined, I joined the poetry club that mm -hmm. allowed me to... Uh, be in those spaces in high school that I was able to connect with a lot of different poets. And mm -hmm. I, that's when I started uh, reading more and learning more about different things, different topics. And I ended up learning that not only if it made, it made me a better poet, it also made me a better uh, rapper as well too, a better artist as well too. Cause instead of just talking about the same old things, uh, baby range, uh, baby, I love you and all this stuff and mm -hmm. just talking about yeah. growing up in Bridgeport, uh, how it's dangerous out there, which I really didn't think it was so bad as long as you mind your business. So of course, people got shot, but like, mm -hmm. I mean, in the suburbs, they shoot enough schools, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we Come have on, metal man. detectors, you know what I mean? And they yeah. don't even have metal detectors. I'm like, yo, they don't even have metal detectors there. We, I literally had to go to class late almost twice a week over that damn metal detector. So mm -hmm. that metal detector struggle is real. And like, mm -hmm. I, I just write poetry. I just started writing poetry about stuff like that. So the gang violence started writing yeah. poetry about um, how my father wants me to be a football player, but I'm a queer actor at the moment. So I don't even know if that is going to be allowed to, for him and stuff like that. I just yeah. talked about a lot of real poetry gave me a chance to like fully express it instead of trying to match it with a flow or on a beat, which is, if you could do that as well too, you are a great artist. You can do that, but yeah. it feels more better with like poetry is also a great art form as well too because it gives you a full rawness yeah. and it gives you a full understanding where they're coming from. Like they just you're right there in their face, no melody, mm -hmm. right? you're just hearing this person give their soul out. <clears throat> Some people give a melody, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, my OGs yeah. is Phoenix, mm -hmm. uh, Jason Phoenix. Uh, he he's one of my OGs. Um, mm -hmm. My other OG, Xavier. These are the people that taught me how to write poetry. My my uncle taught me how to rap, but these people taught me how to write poetry. Mm -hmm. uh, Xavier Phoenix. Uh, who else? Xavier is actually a healer now. He travels the whole world, and he's a mm -hmm. healer. Like he uses stones and stuff like yeah. that. Clients. He just like went oh, that's on a whole awesome, man. level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shoot, that no, no, no. For real, that is awesome because people don't actually believe in that stuff. I'm like, this no, that that is actually real. Like, mm -hmm. there's people that 
that learn this crap and you know and I, and you know when when people start talking about healers i'll be like this do you even understand how powerful the human body is and what mm -hmm. it can actually do yeah we like that's a person that just tapped into something that pretty much 85 percent of the world can never ever understand <laughs> so right. yo that's right. what's up man i like that yeah, when he switched to it, one story quick about him. He, I, I, I was doing the table. This is when I was like into my pagan days because I used to have like a strong pagan face. And I say face because I realized that it wasn't really a path I wanted. I was too dormanted looking for rebellion. I was a rebellious kid and I was trying to fight uh, oh, yeah. man in all types of ways. Oh, yeah. um, but when I was really into it, um, I was reading tarot cards and I was like getting paid to read tarot cards. And mm -hmm. I had the table at this festival. It was me and my friend Dime. Shouts out to Dime. Dime is another artist that's great as shit. Um, me and them, their, their pronouns are they, them. Me and them were like um, doing our tarot readings and I saw Xavier. Then Xavier was over there meditating with somebody and i was like oh wow he's not doing poetry let me go talk to this dude and then he was like yo i don't do poetry as a as an income anymore i do healing as an income and you know poetry is still my favorite thing but i still i do healing sessions now and i'm like healing sessions let's try this shit out so he, like we did a session and he started bringing up like personal things that happened in my past especially with my father and i was just looking at him like how the fuck do you know this i don't I never told you this shit. <laughs> so you got real got, scared real quick, huh? Yeah, and I kind of got pissed off with him when he did that because yeah. I didn't like, I didn't, I was a very emotional kid. I didn't like yeah. um, people blowing up my shit, even though nobody was listening. It was just me and him. But the fact that he was like saying it like, in confidence, like he knew. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? You was talking with my mother or some shit? Like he never met my yeah. mom. So he yeah. was like a teacher at, at my high school so he never met, met my mom he was like yeah. poetry club high school teacher and stuff like that mm -hmm. so I, I i just wanted to share that because like that's when i started believing more that there are some like mysticism out there stuff like that but i don't really oh. tap into it as much anymore as i used to i'm yeah. too busy uh yelling into cops faces at this point <laughs> 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 yes indeed man i understand that man i understand that and hey if there's a way you could bring him on the show hey oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I he got a place over here because i like talking with people that's on that realm man because people don't actually believe this stuff i'm like yo mm. partner if you like like for example I, I i like to say this to people that's christian and they say they don't believe in let's say a ghost okay we're gonna use a ghost i'll say well do you believe in god yeah okay you believe in jesus right yeah okay you believe in the holy ghost right yeah do you believe in the ghost <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like yo yeah i'm like yo it's just like there's different phases in the spiritual realm i'm like yo yeah yeah everybody never got, know. yeah you don't know you don't know because like we, I don't, I don't know if this is like how you was brought up, but we, when I was brought up, it was just, you know, there's Baptist, Christian, there you go. Yeah. Devil is bad. Okay. I was like, okay, cool. Got that. But then I started, you know, as I started growing up, I was like, started, you know, doing what Malcolm X said, mm -hmm. pick up a book and read. <laughs> yeah. 
And so I started, you know, learning about, you know, different cultures and their beliefs and stuff. I was like, wait, hold on. They believe their beliefs is almost like what we believe. It's yes. just that it's just a little tweaking here, a little tweaking there, but it's like, yo, it's the same day. It's kind so of that, the same, yeah. Yeah. So so I'm like, yo, in the spiritual realm, man, I'm like, yo, there's so much that we not tapping into. Like, right. So yeah, that that'd be an awesome show right there. <laughs> yeah, he 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 he's he's like gone true. So yeah. he's like everywhere. So yeah, I understand. Yeah, I understand. Tell him what he knows now at this point. <laughs> like, there's no telling what he knows now at this point. Yo, like, man. Yo, and and I'm all up into the spiritual realm and stuff. I be watching paranormal activity uh, <laughs> shows and stuff. I'm like, yo, hey, y'all might want to say that this ain't real, but I'm like, yo, hey, stuff that moves by itself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, that 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 guy is on some awesome stuff for real. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. man. So, what else you um to what else are you doing and stuff? Because you know what, you probably you got a good life right there, bro. I'm just like, yo. Um. Well, you know, I, I try. You <laughs> um, <laughs> know, I am all, like I said, I wear many hats in the activist world. So I, um, yeah, I am. Um, I, I have a nonprofit that I work for. Mm -hmm. um, it's just three of us uh, called Life in My Days, and it started out four years ago. Uh, by Palestinian refugees, um, so it's uh, predominantly uh, ran by Muslim and queer, queer and black and um, brown people, um, mm -hmm. and um, queer and trans actually, because uh, mm -hmm. we have people on our board that's trans as well too. Um, mm -hmm. So it's a it's just like a grassroots organization that started off with peer support um, and from evolved from peer support to mutual aid and i also do open mic events there um mm -hmm. and art galleries whenever i can uh, art okay. galleries are tricky sometimes um but it's just uh I, did, I feel like the arts um i always try to do open mics and stuff like that because i think that the arts is a great way of outreaching to the community uh, a lot of people feel comfortable going out to an open mic and hanging out and mm -hmm. getting to know some people um, especially during this pandemic we had to go to zoom calls and stuff and then when mm -hmm. the, the pandemic lacks for a little bit uh we were we went back into like at spaces and venues and there was just an overwhelming amount, amount of support um mm -hmm. i think only one month it was like a little bit of people but all the other months it was a lot of people and it was just showing the need that people feel like trapped and you know and all the stuff that's going on and everything um and so it's a that, that's what that's what i love to do and stuff like that just you know build community and everything mm. <laughs> Oh, that, that, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's and and speaking of open mic, um, with like uh, before we get to that part right there, uh, if you want to do some some poetry or something. Oh yeah, I could do a poem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But before we get to that one right there, man, I want to know one thing. Yeah. What gave you like the the um the 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 strength? to do everything that you that you have 
done and stuff. Because, like, that's something else that I do on this show. Like, I try to use other people to help people that's probably in the same situation and stuff in life and stuff like that, you know. So, yeah. What what was your strength? Because my strength, I'm gonna tell you right now, was poetry. If it wasn't for that, <laughs> I wouldn't be here. So, mm. but yeah, what was your strength? Oh man, um, strength. I don't know. I I just think discipline and sacrifice is what life is about. And if mm-hmm. you don't have discipline and sacrifice. You don't really feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, like I love playing this wrestling game that I play all the time. I'm a huge wrestling fan. Oh, um, but I can't really like. <laughs> you're a wrestling fan too, or <laughs> man? Um, look at here. We we could, that's another podcast. <laughs> AEW, ECW, WCW. Where yeah, you want to yeah. go, man? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I have a lot on that. I I used to, earlier on in my podcast, I used to do wrestling uh, commentary, but um. One of my guys, uh, who was was who was still my best friend, but he's too busy, so that just fell off. I would love to get a wrestling podcast out one day. That'll be fucking dope. Yeah. Cause I don't have anybody to talk wrestling with, really. <laughs> um, so hey, you got yeah. one now. Yeah. Oh, word. <laughs> so, yeah, word. Yeah, that would be dope. Be dope. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead, yeah, bro. Discipline, discipline, um, and sacrifice because that's one thing they teach us at the um the party uh for socialism liberation that this is not a volunteer type of situation this isn't oh i can only do it when i am available it's a sacrifice and if you care for the revolution and you have to sacrifice your time Mm -hmm. um it's almost that's why we call each other comrades it's like almost like a uh like how the black panthers were so tight basically the black panthers moved militantly the black panthers moved educationally they they didn't play around it was a very cohesive trained um process um so uh, that's one thing that i feel like is the key in life is just that drives me is just discipline and sacrifice um even if i don't like doing it i have to do it it has to be done um because it's a better it gives a better outcome um I hope that doesn't sound elitist to anybody. If you don't feel mm-hmm. like going out into the streets or doing anything, and you want to stay home and be with and be with whoever you want to be, or just be by yourself, that's your choice too. A lot of mm-hmm. people don't really feel that they want to go out and give value to other humans. You know what I mean? I get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a fucked yeah. up world. It's a fucked <laughs> up system. Not everyone is going to be able to be able-bodied to change. So I don't want anybody to feel that I'm like, oh, if you don't have drive, like David Goggins straight up, like, if you don't have drive, if you don't have sacrifice, passion, then you're a fucking loser. <laughs> like, nah, like, nah, we ain't I'm trying not, to say that. Not trying to say <laughs> but, that. But I understand <laughs> what you were saying with it, man, because, like, for real, like, 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 when, when I was going through my phase of, you know, do I want to be here or do I want to just go ahead and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's um, yeah, with poetry, you write about the sacrifice and the discipline because with, with with poetry, I this how I learned about the sacrifice and discipline. The days that I didn't want to write, I forced myself to write. 
I mm -hmm. didn't care what I wrote about. I didn't care if it was a little short sentence. Mm -hmm. I had to write because if I didn't write, I wasn't going to get what's inside of me out. And I'm going to be honest with you. My, my beginning work, I keep it in a white folder for a reason because I call that pretty much my devil years. Like, mm -hmm. like on the inside, I was like FTW like mm -hmm. every single day. And if y'all know what FTW means, it means fuck the world. Okay. <laughs> that, yeah. That's how I was when I was in my teens and stuff. Um, so my 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 um poetry and stuff which was very interesting because <laughs> it was always like my little light you know that i would reach towards because when i was in my journal entries and writing that was like the dark area but my poetry I always kept kind of light and stuff you know you know so i could keep a good balance and then all of a sudden the journal entry started to fade into the into the um poetry area and then all of a sudden i just just straight poetry and stuff like that right and if you don't have no discipline then you are not going to be able to understand what it means when you have to you know change mm. like inside yourself because with no discipline, you you cannot understand the real meaning of living or changing because that comes with discipline. Right. And but, to be successful in anything in life, you need mm -hmm. to be disciplined. You have mm -hmm. to learn. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. And once again, like I said, partner, that's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm like, yo, I'm making like, oh, shoot, man. <laughs> that's another two hours right there <laughs> you know man but like it, it it's good when you you could jail with somebody on the podcast like that because you're like okay yeah i can i can put you in right here put you in right here yeah but um no but real talk the the, the, the uh sacrifice and discipline and stuff like that i even learned when i was like in um in college and stuff because my teacher was saying like yo okay in media and film you know there's gonna be days when you're not gonna want to be out there but it, it, it's sacrifice and discipline you know right. and stuff like that and you know you got weird freaking hours and stuff like that and they laid it down for us and stuff right so that that actually propelled me for when I started, you know, doing podcasting and stuff like that. Cause you know, there's days where I don't want to do no podcast. I'm like, I gotta do it. Cause right. if I want to be, if I want to be special and stuff like that, or, you know, want to uh, create change in the world, then you gotta be able to put in the sacrifice, the work and right. change. And, you know, sometimes we gotta remind ourselves that, but, you you right on that, brother. You right on that. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. And um, once you you feel so much better after you do it too. You know, oh, what yeah. I mean? even if it's something oh, yeah. you don't, you just you just feel so relieved after. You know, I know exactly what that's like with um, 
some days you don't want the podcast you're just not feeling it the energy is mm-hmm. not right and all stuff mm-hmm. like that but then you just do it and then you're like oh snap and then that ends up being one of the most viewed podcasts that you got and you're just like exactly. oh snap like how did that happen and exactly and exactly there's a reward with sacrifice people just sacrifice. <laughs> yes indeed man yes indeed so with that being said man now it's time for the poetry corner area so the mic is all yours when you're ready and stuff okay man so yeah go ahead brother all right this is a poem called red black and blue um i wrote this uh around the time uh when uh the george floyd uh riot started happening again um i say again um as in because uh the verdict and the verdict was a good verdict uh but then there was also a lot of police killings that were happening during that time as well too um for instance uh i hope i say this kid's name dante wright um was murdered um the cop assumed that it was a taser that she was holding but she was not holding a taser she was holding a fully loaded uh gun and she killed him uh, right on camera. Um, so around that time is where I wrote this poem. And update, uh, she is being prosecuted for murder. So that is great. She's being convicted. Um, so that's justice um, in that family. I hope that family uh, feels that they have found justice. Um, so this poem is called Red, Green, and Black. And Red, Green, and Black is actually our true flag um, in Black America that is our true flag, uh, red, green, and black. Um, that flag was, uh, it was given to us by Marcus Garvey. Um, and it is now represents the Pan-African flag as well too. Um, so basically asking all black people to come together and just the diaspora, um, that's what it's all about. <clears throat> so this, the poem's called Red, Green, and Black. <clears throat> Fred's Rainbow Coalition put power in disposition. Fears that blacks can't be free is a hazardous condition. The true pandemic is systematic and violence. My ancestors didn't obey and never was silence. We have pride like brought to Haiti. When we defend, they call us violence. Knees to our necks, bullets to our backs. Criminals we are called as they continue attacks. We learned about Abe for white savior legacies, but fuck that. I'm going to show my kids Jean Jock Desilies. We were conquered and colonized, stripped of our names, family tree and history alterated by chains. I don't give a fuck what Joyce Floyd did. Say his name. We all can't. We all have struggles. It's all colonial pain. I wish I could give Sandra Bland my breath. I wish every black trans woman could feel loved and blessed. The news just want to constantly make us stress. They report but never care to solve this mess. That's trauma. Liberation. Where the fuck is liberation? 400 years and we patient, but the cops ain't patient. Nah, they tasing and spraying. White man denying this is America in the making. This is not who we are. This is not who we are. Tell that to my fam in the grave or behind bars. We charge. ICE. FBI. Move nine. Got us crowded in this shit like a beehive. Liberation. Where the fuck is liberation? 400 years, nigga, and we patient. But the cops ain't patient. Nah, they tasing and spraying. White men denying this is America in the making. 
change is going to come with words or a gun. Self-defense sets you free, so stop being numb. All right. And for people that don't know who Gene Jock Desilings is, the reason why I said the line, instead of uh, white savior legacies like Abraham Lincoln, there were also slave liberators around the Caribbean that were not colonizers, that were not white, that were actually doing this to free their people, not for a business deal. The whole Emancipation Proclamation was a business deal. Yes, it freed the slaves, but while that Emancipation Proclamation was being signed, they also sent troops to, to kill Native Americans. It's one of the biggest scenes that has not been spoken about how Abraham Lincoln murdered a lot of Native Americans and took their their and took their their land. So yeah, he freed the slaves for business, and he also murdered a lot of Native Americans. So that's how colonialism is. <laughs> they do one good thing, and then they do the other. And Gene Jock Desilines is uh, the one of the first leaders of Haiti. It was a uh, Louventor, Louventor mm -hmm. was the one that uh, free Saint Domingue. That was what Haiti was called at first, and then after that, Jean Jacques Dessalines he renamed Saint Domingue Haiti, which is actually indigenous name of the, of the Taino people that lived in that region. That's where Haiti comes mm -hmm. from. It's a Taino name. Um, so Jean Jacques Dessalines freed all all of Haiti and liberated them from the colonizers and the slave masters and that is a black brother so i always bring up gene doc mm. desily instead of uh abraham Lincoln. <laughs> come on now come on now <laughs> man i want to say man first of all <laughs> on the poetry right there yes yes it, it was awesome it was awesome <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> and once again like Dude, I, I just was thinking inside my brain, like, there is so much that, no, I'm going to count about five different uh, podcasts <laughs> we, done, we could come up with. Man, yes. And so with that being said, man, you are always welcome back <laughs> on the show anytime, brother. Yeah, thank you. We'll, we'll stay in touch. Yes, indeed. And y'all, please go support this brother and stuff. And man, uh, before we go, Tell them how they can reach you, man. Like, what's your Instagram, yeah. Facebook, you know, how they mm -hmm. can get in contact with you? Um, On all platforms besides Facebook, it's uh, Jabari VOC Podcast. Mm -hmm. And then um, on Facebook, you could contact me at Jamar Jabari, or you could uh, contact the page, which is Jab uh, Jabari at VOC Podcast. Um, and the music, I have my own EP out that's from when I was younger, but I'm working on a new EP. Mm -hmm. um, so you can look up Jamar Jabari. That's on all music platforms. Bandcamp is where you can fully support and buy um, my EP, which is only out for $3. Um, mm -hmm. And Light Warriors Music, we have a new album coming out soon. Um, and mm -hmm. please stay tuned for that. You can see, you can listen to Light Warriors Music on all platforms. Um and also, you can follow Light Warriors at Light Warriors um, on uh, uh, IG and also Light Warriors at Light Warriors on um, Facebook as well, too. Okay, okay. Oh, man, like I said, man, once again, you you always welcome back on the show and stuff Thank like you. that. 
And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be scheduling some interviews very soon where we're going to be talking about some other things. Right. But until right. next time, brother, you know, hey, you stay blessed. Hey, stay on, though, because we're we going to talk after the show. But okay. yeah, stay on. But you be blessed. And I'm going to go ahead and close them out. All right. Thank you. Well, y'all, I don't know about y'all, but I, I think I had a truly blessed session right now watching this brother right here. And with that being said, y'all, y'all go out there, you know, support the brother and, you know, do because he's doing great things out there and stuff like that. And, you know, support his poetry, his activism and stuff like that. And, you know, he's he's telling you the truth with good discipline and sacrifice you could conquer the world all right so with that being said i'm ceo spoken king signing out till next time peace love and blessings to you all ceo out Hello, how y'all doing out there, beautiful people? It's Mr. CEO, Spooky King, and I want to talk to you today about T-Line Beast Production. That's my baby. That's my beautiful child right there. Because you know why? Every time you see me on the T-Corner, T-Line Beats Production. Every time you see me on T-Corner Live, T-Line Beats Production. Every time you see me do my poetry and it's presented to you crystal clear, yes, is on the banner of T-Line Beats Production. And I'm extending this offer to you, my beautiful audience. Yes, I want to bring T-Line Beats Production into your household into your environment and you know if you're looking to start your own podcast come on holler at me okay and i get you i can help you get started so once again that is t-line beast production and you know what this ceo spoken king signing out
Welcome back to the Tea Corner. I'm your host, T.D. Joseph, the one and only. And we are going to start off the new segment called Starting Something New. Now, starting something new is very simple. It is a vision that I had ever since, you know, God gave me this platform and this uncensored mic in my hand. Oh, Lord. But you know what? I want to go ahead and, you know, shine a light to all those that's doing something, that's being something, that's achieving greatness and not holding back. Now, let's be real. Uh, Many great things has been going on and it's time for us to shine a light on that. And today we are going to shine a light on Detail Masters LLC. 1920 Parental Home Road, Jacksonville, Florida, 32216. That's 1920 Parental Home Road, Jacksonville, Florida, 32216. And at Detail Masters, you will meet a, a, an incredible couple by the name of Marcus and Stephanie Laws. They are the owners of the company and they will be able to work with you, talk with you, and be able to understand what you want from them and they will be able to provide. Believe me, if you want your car to come out and seem like it just came off the car lot, Go talk with them because they will not also have your car looking like it just came off the car lot. But the inside will have that new car smell. And who don't like that new car smell? You tell me because I would show you a liar right now because I know I like the new car smell. And a whole lot of people like the new car smell. That's why you get the new car. But with them, they would clean your car to a point where it have that new car smell. Trust me. So if you're in the Jacksonville area, go to Detail Masters LLC and they will work with you. And that is my starting something new spotlight of this evening. So you know what? If you if you're in the Jacksonville area again, go talk with them and they'll work with you. And another thing I want to say, um, um. I'm also rooting for them. I'm also praying for them. And I'm also, you know, I'm also there for them. I'm like, yo, look here. We have to be there for one another. Okay. So that's one thing that 2020 has shown that we have to step up for one another. You know, Um, if you have some, if you have a blessing that's able to Bless another, do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, God gave me a mic. So I'm using this mic to shine a light on somebody else so that they will be able to be blessed and be able to, you know, work their blessings on somebody else. You know, and in 2020, we, we got to understand as kings and queens, we got to be there for one another. So, like I said, ne- come next week, I'm going to shine a light on some more people that's doing incredible, remarkable things, either in losing weight or starting a new job or starting, you know, a new company or, you know, hey, they got their own company and they are still rocking it out in 2020, like Stephanie and Marcus. Um, I'm telling you right now, 
oh, I'm, I'm using this platform as a way to bless others because, let's be honest, the media is not doing that. They will give you the negative. Run with the negative and shun away from the positive because that don't sell. I don't care what sells. I care about what's going to uplift. Okay, so that's how I know that God's going to bless my efforts because all that selling don't mean nothing to me. As long as you uplifting, that's all that matters. So with that being said, many blessings to Marcus and Stephanie Laws. Salute to you. Keep striving, keep pushing, keep providing, and God will make a way. Much love to y'all, and we'll be right back on the tea corner.
What up, y'all? It's that time. My favorite segment of the show. Y'all already know I am a poet by heart. So, with no further ado, here's another exclusive poem by Mr. C.E.O. Spoken King. Right here on the T-Corner. Brought to you by T-Line Beats Production. Here we go, y'all. Speaking out the essence that God has given me. So I recite my rhymes, trying my best to remember my lines. Hurry up, bring me to a mic, and so I can regurgitate these lines of mine. Then I thought to myself, what if these silent walls could hear? What would they say? Would they be astonished? Or would they be glad 
to run away. If these solid walls could talk, what would they say? Then I thought. The originators don't follow no one's walk. They create with their minds, with their stride. So I grabbed my phone and I started to write some more. Poetry would never die. But only if those solid walls could talk, what would they say?
What up, y'all? How y'all doing today? Yeah, this is CEO Spoken King right here. And I want to say one thing. Not also am I a poet, but now I am a published author. Yes, go ahead. Go down to Amazon and go or on your Kindle and go look up Dominic's Words by CEO Spoken King. Yes, it is a good story. And the way I did this book is pretty awesome because I mixed in poetry with a novel and a story that's that got a good plot, a good setup, and stuff like that. Hey, look, my phone even went off and said, you know what? Let's just start celebrating on it right now. So, yeah, go ahead and go to Amazon right now and go get your copy of Dominic's Words by CEO Spoken King. Alright, till then y'all, y'all have a beautiful blessed day. The King Nap.
What up, everybody? How y'all doing, man? Thank y'all for tuning in to today's episode. Yes, and like I like to end all my episodes, I want to wish y'all peace, love, blessings to y'all happy homes. And until next time, this is CEO Smoking King signing out. But but I want to leave y'all with this. If you keep on asking for more, more will come. And if you believe that you are worth more, more will show. If you believe that you can do more, more will arrive. And guess what, baby? That is an upgrade to what you used to be. And today, I want to send this beautiful message to everybody that's going through mental um, depression. Like, I don't care. Whatever you're going through in life. Remember one thing, you are beautiful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Until next time, y'all, this is CEO Spoken King signing out. One love, one dream, let's go. Let's all reach our goals in 2022, 2021, 2023, let's do it. And you know what? I can't even leave this, I can't even leave this podcast without a salute. So, peace, love, blessings, y'all. CEO Spoken King, out.